state which will live in infamy. Only a foolish optimist can deny the dark realities of the moment. Welcome, everybody, to FDR's Wheelchair, episode 82, but actually episode number one of Wheelchair 2.0. Today, we will have our first time with Ben Glazier as a third host of FDR's Wheelchair, so we're really excited to have him. Yeah, it's official. We we have a third host on the program, and we're going to be a little more structured, a little more down-to-earth, a little, little bit. A little bit. A little bit. So um, we're going to be talking about Zelensky's speech to Congress that happened over the weekend. And we're going to be talking about Brittany Grainer's um, incarceration in Russia. Yeah, so those are very two big hot topics right now. And there's a lot of insight I think we're going to bring to that today. Um, with that being said, um, like Brandon just mentioned, there's going to be some new structures to our show and some new segments. And we're going to introduce those today. So... Hold on to your seatbelts. This is exciting, and stay tuned for FDR's Wheelchair. All right, everybody. Well, welcome back, and here we go. So today, we are going to just kind of relax a little bit. Everybody Mm -hmm. get in your listening mode, whether you're in your car or sitting at home. And we're about to go to the fireside. Yeah, we're going to take a little... We're going to cozy up to the fire, you know. Yes. Maybe a chat... By the fireside. Ooh. I was Ooh. thinking more or less of throwing some logs on the fire. You would. Or is that post-episode? That's po- no, that should be four-episode, man. You should have taken care of that, that before. But oh, anyway. All right. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to the fireside and have a little new segment. Hmm. Ooh, do you hear that sound, Dave? I hear that sound. Oh, that, that crackling? A crackling sound. Ooh, yeah, sounds yeah. good. That's, my so, fire feels good. Mm, nice and warm. So we're, we're going to take our na- uh, not naps <laughs> <laughs> and let, let Ben introduce the new segment. I'm excited. Are you guys warm? A little toasty? I'm toasty. It's 73 degrees outside, oh. and apparently we decided to build a fire on my the show. My so goodness. <laughs> that was a choice that we made. I mean, first yeah. day in, I just see a flame yeah. in the middle of the house. Yeah. That is something else. <laughs> and we're drinking hot tea, so oh, yeah. My, my balls are sweaty. <laughs> well, guys, got to first of all say I'm happy to be part of the team now. Hey, man, hey. we're so excited to have you. Yeah, it's gonna welcome. Be yeah. Good stuff. You know? I, I'll have to say, like, when you go back to some of our older episodes, the, you, you being the moderator of Florida versus Texas was stellar. And um, Benisode with Jesus fucking Christ last winter was absolutely hilarious. But I'll shut up right now and let you introduce our segment. All right. Well, today we're going to try something a little different. And, and you know, you guys being FGR's wheelchair, or we being FGR's wheelchair, I thought we could try a fun little segment called Spin the Spokes. Ooh. Yeah. So what we're going to do each week is we're going to spin these spokes, and each of them are going to have different categories. From those categories, uh, whatever it lands on, we will tell you some sort of current event or news that's going on based on what that lands on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we should have some categories here. Would you guys like to hear the categories? I guess. Yeah, I mean, whatever you want to do. Sure, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much my show at this point. But, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, man. Fuck. Fired. Fired. <laughs> si- okay. So, uh, no, let's hear these ugly. segments. I'm excited. All right. So what we have today is FOMO, which is known as Fear of Missing Out. We also have that. Yeah, like we are in our own fucking show. <laughs> oh, <God damn> podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
So this is how it's like. Okay. Hostile takeover. Right. Yeah, What's yeah. your next idea? The next category we have is that little annoying ticking sound I keep hearing. I think I found out what it is, Brandon. Ben. All right. <laughs> and the last thing is things you should never shout on an airplane. So really, when you put all this together, it might even be the same thing by the time it's I want it to be that done. one. <laughs> all right. So let's spin that wheel. All right, cool. And yeah, fun. we have yeah. FOMO, fear of missing out. Oh, imagine man. that. Man, <laughs> imagine right. that. Right. Now, if you don't know what FOMO means, uh, really, it kind of originated a lot from uh, the stock market about a year or so ago. Everyone maybe remembers that GameStop situation where basically yes. a ton of people with not a ton of money were doing things that billionaires do all the time. I know somebody who did that, <laughs> and I'm looking at them right now. That's right, and I'm proud. Yeah, but bottom line, this, this whole idea of FOMO is really much so not that you're doing research on it, not they're doing any like ideas of like how to make money but you see something going up like maybe it's in cryptocurrency like that dogecoin situation and you're like you know what i'm afraid that i am not going to get in on this i'm not going to make any money so with fomo it is just kind of more of a fear. oh brokers yeah. <laughs> okay got it yeah they're a bunch of fomos <laughs> so speaking of fomo it can go beyond the idea of just money though but in this case there was a fucking guy who last week decided you know what i have to have tom brady's last quarterback thrown football oh. right or not quarterback touchdown thrown football right a day later <laughs> less than 24 hours later the, what, 45-year-old Tom Brady said, nah, I ain't done. And that man, with that $518,000 football, now has a ball that is worth 85% less than what he bought 24 hours prior. That's what you get for being a Tom Brady fan, and that's what you get from being from Boston. Man. Okay, so we see the hostility. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, like, what are your thoughts? Like, I mean, just initially, like, thinking you have this football and you're like, first of all, it's probably very valuable, but also just knowing within a day, it's just, it's just another fucking football. Well, it's not just any football. It's, um, it is a football that Tom Brady threw before he said he was going to retire for the first time. Um, maybe in the future that could be worth money. Oh, you know what? Well, I do have Brett Favre's jockstrap from the first time you retired. Is that <laughs> is that any better? It might be. It might be. It might be. Actually, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it could be one of those those not good. niche market things where <laughs> you say like, oh. This is the first retirement football, and if I get the second retirement football, and then the third retirement football, I've got a set. (laughs) You know, it's called Horseshoe.com. It was close, but not quite. Oh, man. Shit. Gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Was this one that Belichick deflated or not? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, it came with an air pump, actually, when you got it. Andrew's luck signature on the top. <laughs> oh, but but you know what? It also says something, too. I mean, I know, obviously, a lot of people uh, respect him in terms of winning as one of the greatest ever, if not right. the greatest ever. Right. Um, but just, you know, the fact that we, we put so much value on these things, half a million dollars. And especially when you, when you make any kind of economic decision, the smart way to go about it is deliberate, take your time, do your research. And fear of missing out, whether it's, you know, buying the Tom Brady ball or if it's, you know – dogecoin or if it is buying tickets to the fire festival you know <laughs> right right you know Being a those, those are, that, that's that's impulsivity everything we just talked about is impulsivity 
and that rarely produces good results economically. So it leads to bad choices. It's I can understand the psychology behind it, but when you're making economic dis- decisions based upon FOMO, it's not going to work out pretty much. No, it, it never seems to. It, and But you know what? It might even be something, too, where one time it does work out. Yeah, You're sold that one time it is going to work out. but Well, of course it works out. That's why they do it. Um, I mean, you, you look at uh, the stock market is kind of, has a basis in that aspect where you look at uh, companies, say, like you look at Apple before, like what are, what are they going to do? You look at Atari right. before, yeah. you look at Yahoo, what are they going to do? And you yeah. just have a gut instinct of what are they doing? And people are like, well, what are they doing? Like, why is right. he putting mm-hmm. that in there? Or, I mean, Warren Buffett, pretty much it, uh, people follow him because of FOMO, because what does he see that we don't? Yeah. And, and you know, like, yeah, it, it is that gut feeling, but then it's going to be something weird, like Napster showing up. And you're like, yep, Napster's going to be the next thing. Right. And then next Facebook, thing you know, Twitter. Right. Those things were, were FOMO kind of aspects mm-hmm. to the stock market. But when you think of terms of risk and probability, those that probability is still pretty low. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Extremely it's, low. It's, Extremely it's low. It's like winning the lottery. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you look at uh, what, what's going through the, the media right now is Theranos. That yeah. was That was fear of missing out because you had the board directors and stuff that um, were promoting this company, but no one actually really did the research and went, what are they doing? Fear of missing out. FOMO. Right yep. there. That was, and they lost all their money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, FOMO really is a lot of my life. Really think about it. Like, pizza place about to close, 30 minutes, fear of missing out <laughs> on a pizza. I could have the twisty close. garlic bread. <laughs> fear of missing out on it. I mean, well, shit, today, we're trying to find a goddamn place to eat, and we had to go to McDonald's, for Christ's sake. That's why my stomach feels like shit right now. So we're like, we're going to go to some kind of, like, bar grill. No, packed with people celebrating St. Patrick's Day, and I'm driving by looking. I want to wear a green shirt and drink Guinness right now with those motherfuckers. <laughs> you, do, you get that feeling that you should be at the bar because that's what everybody else is doing. They're having a blast, but not as much fun as we are right now. Man, never, no, never. I, it, it, I never suffered from fear of missing out because I'm just always like. Why do I have to be with these dickheads? <laughs> True. True. Right. When your life's that True. shitty, there's no FOMO. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. only to get out of that life. Right. Exactly. I got, I got 50 things that I want to do that are more fun, even though I'm alone. Man. I'm okay. <laughs> well, definitely, man. And, and you definitely do see, though, that, that FOMO definitely does come from these influences, right? Whether mm-hmm. it is the stock market or, or celebrities in that yeah. way. Like, they really do... Uh, dictate a lot of the things we choose to do, whether it's to go see sporting events, you know, whether it's to invest in something, you know, you just can't really, you know, undersell the fact that that, that people like that really do kind of prey on, on people who don't have the same kind oh, of resources. It's, um, yeah, and it's the reason that I don't, like, I, I watch a lot of sports and my, my basketball team is a Lakers, and I, I used to buy the package where I could watch every Lakers game mm-hmm. online. I could stream it. Yeah, and I just go like that, and I buy solely Lakers. Then I realized that I spent two hundred bucks on things that I couldn't watch because they black out nationally mm, televised right. games. Right, right, yep. So I was like, "Well, the, they're on ESPN and TNT every other fucking game." So I watch half the games that I would if I was like a, a Chicago Bulls fan or or a Sacramento Kings fan. Like half my games are fucking blacked out, but I'm still watching. I'm still paying the same amount. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck that. 
I don't want to do it anymore. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you wanted to see the games. But I want to so, see the yeah. games, but I'm like, fear of missing out, fear of missing out. I got the FOMO. I got to see yeah. these games. I got to get the highlights and stuff. I'm like, oh, well, you just wasted a lot of your money. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, you know, unfortunately, kind of segueing that in from, from basketball, we do have some news still uh, about Br- Brittany Griner. Um, mm-hmm. She has uh, still being detained right now by Russia. She had... Uh, marijuana, I believe, some some vape pens as well. Um, yep. While she was trying to get onto the, uh, to an airplane, and actually today it came out that uh, she will be detained at least until May twelfth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she is really. I mean, actually, they they really have equated her to like name the biggest star you can in like any other sport. Like she is that for the WNBA. She's a goat. Um, you know, when she was on uh, Baylor's, uh, you know team i want to say back in in 09 i mean she was pretty much she was the one who was dunking whenever nobody else was you know she was a major influence and and really uh this is this is huge this is really huge news that this is happening well it's not only huge news that it's uh, a famous star it's that they're holding an american yeah yeah um and 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 there's some and on honestly like from what i've read her, along with a lot of athletes, you know, they're going to have some marijuana on them because they're doing that instead of using opioids to help Which with their pain. One of the biggest pandemics. Right. The biggest <laughs> pandemic. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and what's kind of scary is like when you're traveling to countries that don't have justice systems that are fair, you have to be cognizant of what their laws are. And you, not only are you traveling to to countries whose justice systems aren't fair that you don't understand. Correct. Yeah. You have, you're not able to understand mm-hmm. it because it's in different language, different culture. You and, know, like, it's yeah. like we're not educated and they're not educated. Like, right. For, for, for each side. Like, it, we're not educated like, and they're not enlightened. Like, like, for example, like, Dave, if you were to, you know, describe or, like, explain to somebody, like, maybe from Russia, like, the effects, the positive effects of, of using marijuana as an athlete, what would be right. something you would say? Ask that question again. So, uh, just like this whole, like, oh, no, just man. rephrase it for yeah, me. Yeah, no, no problem. I mean, he's gonna have to work. Out. I thought you said no, no problem, honey. No hey. problem, honey. <laughs> All right, sweetie sweetheart. pie. Let's talk about the marijuana, <laughs> the marijuana. <laughs> oh, essentially, though, this whole idea of like just informing other people, like people that come from different places, uh, and, yeah. and, and really, like if, yeah. if you were in Russia, explaining to them like the effects or the positive effects of, of athletes using medical marijuana or any marijuana use whatsoever, like how would you? try to explain it to a nation like that um well first of all trying to explain it to the people of a nation is one thing try to convince a a government is is something different i think but if you're the citizen traveling to another country you have to be responsible to being educated on what their laws are so things that you kind of don't feel like a big deal you know Mm -hmm. in the back of your mind people in certain places have trouble with marijuana right and you have to understand that and you have to understand that if you get in trouble for that let's say in spain you know what? You might be able to go home. You might be able to have a remote court date, and you might have to pay a fine or something like that. And I have no idea what Spain's fucking laws are. I don't care. But like in Russia, you have to understand if you break a minor law, what you perceive to be a minor law, that there might be major consequences. So it's totally horrible, but at the same time, you just have to know when you go. I mean, it sucks, but that's part of it. Okay. Also, do you think it's convenient timing for Russia to jail an American sports yeah, star. Yeah, it doesn't look yeah. great. I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it's... Oh, no. When's the last time they jailed a sports star for mm-hmm. fucking weed? 
An international right. sports Oh, star. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Do you think this is a message that they're sending? Well, even more so, I guess I guess the bigger question I'll ask Brandon this is is what message is that saying about the state of how Russia feels right now about everything? Like where where is their panic level on some of these things? Oh, I, I think it's it's very high. Um and I also think that they're trying to get every major leverage point that they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um that's a huge leverage well, point. Their traditional military is not working. I mean, their cyber attacks aren't working. <laughs> So yeah, and 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 when you get desperate, you just try to grab at straws. And how convenient is it to find an athlete that's American and basically grab them and make them disappear? Um, I guarantee you, if LeBron James was over in Russia, they would have much rather gotten him because look at our media. Um, you got to look a few pages to talk about. Could you imagine the flop he would have done when he was arrested? Oh. I mean, also, how would I know that Sprite's on sale? I mean, we wouldn't know that. I would have never known Sprite and Cranberry were a flavor. <laughs> I know. I'm going to take my talents to the St. Petersburg Dungeon. Oh, oh, oh. oh man. Or is that Leningrad again? I'm not sure. Oh. God, you know, you know, Michael wouldn't have gotten himself locked no. up. <laughs> but no. can you can you can you imagine how LeBron James's name would not fall off of the front page if he was the one being detained? No, oh, he, no. he has a penis. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, yeah. It, it, yeah. And it's it that's a that's a massive point, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we we could easily talk about the fact and and we can look at this from many ways, but just like the fact that you see a WNBA game, the amount of coverage it gets compared to the NBA. Right. Oh, uh, you're not going to lock up the Lakers star and get away with it. You can lock up the WNBA star and get away with it. So a lot. That's that's true. It's yeah, yeah. It's guaranteed. I mean, if LeBron I, James was locked up, he wouldn't be locked up whether it was it was through diplomatic means or somebody breaking Special him ops up. man. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I want to yeah. say today like I saw the breaking news of it. I went to ESPN.com. It was like the third subheading. Wow. Really just kind yeah. of put it in perspective. Yeah. I went it's to not, the, it's not on the news, really. No. I went to the Phoenix Mercury's website today and it wasn't on the top of their scroll. <laughs> wow. That's the team she's for, That's right? That's the team, yeah. <laughs> That's the team <laughs> yeah. that she scored the most points yeah. for ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what brought dunking to the WNBA was Brittany Griner. <laughs> You know, it, it's it's not the same. It's because it's a woman, right? Absolutely, and, and, and even who more... might be homosexual. <gasps> yes. Well, I believe she's had a wife. She's married. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and, and you know what? What I find interesting too is that I mean, if we're even kind of go, go down that route, is is the the female athletes that we really admire sometimes have those masculine qualities, like Serena Williams, for example. Like she is. A, a massive person. She's very powerful. She's very strong. However, um, you know, do you guys feel like that that some of those qualities about her kind of make her stand out and make her popular? Um, yes, because the only possible way a female star can stand out is to be absolutely the greatest example of something. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, and you take uh, uh, tennis player uh, Billie Jean. Billie, yes, yeah, Billie, Billie Jean. Jean. Yeah, absolutely. She, she she was mocked and and told that she wasn't that good, and she was the only women's until she beat beat a man. Right. right. Yeah. Even though it was a retired Fi- man, finally was treated seriously though. And then it was points. like, oh fuck, yeah, they're actually kind of good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
man. And it, and it, it feels like, you know, time has definitely changed in so many ways, but now, I feel like that thinking is not. If Brittany Griner um, dunked on LeBron, do you think she'd be in jail? No. Not a fucking chance. Because it, wouldn't cer- be- it certainly wouldn't be the third headline. It'd no. It'd probably be the right. top headline. It'd be on all, over, all over the news. But it would say, yeah. Brittany Griner, person who dunked on LeBron James, is in prison. They'd have to make sure that yep. they would include that. Because you got to get the penis in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, However and, you can. <laughs> However you can, and, man. And since LeBron James likes to speak up on about every fucking topic that's out there, and sometimes I'm glad he does, why is why are we not hearing from NBA stars? Sure. I did I not say it clear enough? She doesn't have a penis, right? Yeah, I'm serious. Like, where are the athletes? Where are the well-known athletes that are all over the media all the time? Where are they? And I'm not to say they haven't put out a tweet here and there and stuff, but where are they demanding her release? Well, yeah. and, and I feel like it is difficult mm-hmm. because we we all know that when you look at these athletes with all these influence, like I think we all can agree they they should be doing more. A lot mm-hmm. of them really should. And then you ask, though, at what point are they doing not too much per se, but like now you're talking about a, a nation that's in conflict, like they're in a war, right? So like where does those bounds go? And we're talking a lot about athletes. So like what do you guys think in terms of what limit do athletes have in that arena in terms of speaking up, in terms of like not even – like basically like if LeBron says the wrong thing, now it sounds like the United States wants to you know fucking go at it. Because their voice is so representative. I, of the whole and perceived. I, I understand, but I, I think that we're s- smart enough as human beings to understand when a citizen or a sports star or something is speaking up against the country to when a government's speaking up. I mm-hmm. think we're... I I understand where you're coming from sure. with with that, um, but I understand that we got to be smart enough. Yeah. And, and I think if we think less of people, that we automatically dumb it down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I don't think they have a limit on to what they can speak to. I think they we put them on a national stage and we play our national anthems in front of them and we had them represent our country that they have unlimited power to speak. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of with, with the uh, kneeling at the, the national anthem mm-hmm. with the right. football players and people were so pissed off that they kneeled. It's like, why play the national anthem in front of them? Why have the military come out in front of them? Mm-hmm. Why the yeah. jets flying out over if they can't even question it or even right. say, I don't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, why Why do we celebrate America when we're not letting them be American? <laughs> right. They, Ooh. <laughs> my, I mean, okay, well, episode's right. over. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no. It, but, but why in our huge. country, why is the country, well, why in this country is all of a sudden something that seems profound? So fucking simple. That wasn't profound. I mean, that was simple no, as fuck. It, is yeah. it what is America built on objectivity or subjectivity? Oh, subjectivity oh, fuck. is fuck. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, yes. I mean, <laughs> exactly. And then and then we're like objective, objective. Well, it's, and it, it's the same reason that they got pissed off at Eminem for kneeling in the halftime show. Yeah. If it were really about the flag and the national anthem, they wouldn't care that he did it in the halftime show. Mm-hmm. It's not a. It's. His it's, knees were weak. I mean, <laughs> Imagine how much more uh, media coverage it would have been if uh, Dr. Dre was the one who knelt. Or Snoop Dogg. Right. He might have just been too high. I mean, <laughs> it's... Yeah, Snoop Dogg's never... He, he, yeah, he might have been. Wait, like, actually, does Snoop Dogg even, like... Is he always high, or can he just never get high anymore? 
It might be both. It might be both. <laughs> it might be he's so, he's so high constantly that he just doesn't realize. He just, he he just like, I always that. see him at the zoo getting horse tranquilizers because yeah. that's like all he can use at <laughs> this This is point. normal now. Like, I, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> just goes to Kentucky Derby and just sees what happens afterwards. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like Winston Churchill. Was he ever not drunk or was he just not drunk enough? <laughs> Oh shit! But, yeah, it's um. I guarantee you, if Brittany Grainer was a, a male NBA athlete, is she'd be home right now? Yeah. Um. I I really do not understand why other athletes, um, aren't supporting her, or or calling out or using their platform. And I I'm kind of looking at Venus and Serena a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um. Uh. And uh, who's the other tennis player? Nikki, um, the Asian. Lady oh. that um, who had her mental health breakdown. Oh, uh, Na- Na- Naomi Osaka. Naomi, yeah, yes. Naomi Osaka. Why she's uh, well, I and, mean, and uh, it's it's that's I'm, tough because I'm calling them out, and I'm not really calling them out, but uh, again, it's this idea of why the sports world isn't calling it out well, a little bit more. Let's take that question then. Really, is is you know who should be making that first move? Then who should be really the one initiating it? Because it could be said then that you know, like what type of voice needs to be the one to really be starting this movement, starting this? Like, I mean, you look back at like, you know, taking the knee that was Colin Kaepernick and people kind of rolled from there. But I guess even more so like, would it have been different had it been like one of the best players in the NFL at the time? Cause Kaepernick was good, but what if it had been somebody even higher profile? Tom Brady, the greatest yeah. of all. Wait, never mind. <laughs> oh, so You're so just starting to poke nuts. there, aren't you? It's easy because it's easy to poke Brandon, that bear. Is that a football behind you? Is that Tom Brady's <laughs> last? Oh no, not last. <laughs> with with any hope, it would be his last. <laughs> yeah, but but really, guys, like, uh, what, what type of voice do you feel like should initiate this type of conversation? Oh, the president. Yes. Yep. Congress, the Senate. Just because it's a sports player doesn't mean it needs to stay in sports. Exactly. To make it happen. Exactly. Um, Matt Gates, he's spoken about everything else. Uh, DeSantis, he speaks about fucking wearing masks. Why isn't he mm-hmm. speaking out a, a, about a, an American trap somewhere, yep. a foreign country? Why, why aren't the Republicans railing against this? Right. right. Oh, because it's Russia hard. has captured it's a little more an difficult. American citizen who's it, a professional athlete at the highest level, and then because and the can't. fucking Republicans are almost in bed with fucking Russia because Trump's in bed with Russia, and they can't fucking step out of the line right. with Trump. They can't because they're fucking cowards in the first place. Yep. Yeah, they're fighting. And their, Democrats are. just I mean, fucking they're fighting their own civil yeah. war in that front, right? Yeah. I mean. Gosh, I, I I can't begin to tell you the amount of times I keep hearing uh, these these new campaign ads. Uh, for people, you know, running, and they have to say that they're pro-Trump as if it's like a subsection. Of oh, oh, we have it in our own state. Uh, Trump strong, I, Trump I believe strong. That they're calling. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that means you feed your body with Big Macs every day. <laughs> you you <laughs> got Coke. that. 12, 12 diet cokes, 12, from what I've heard. <laughs> I mean, fuck me, twelve diet cokes and a Britney Rainer in prison. What, whatever, whatever <laughs> that uh, that what's that thing called in diet drinks? Aspartame or yes. whatever. Like he's like, <laughs> I mean, he's pissing that <laughs> out every day. He's sweating that out every day. Yeah. Oh it's, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, it's well um, spray tans. The man still breathes. Oh well, I don't know. <laughs> How is he? Somehow, got, he's you got to say he's got good genes. Honestly, he does. when it's all said and done, not, not that he looks good. It's just the fact that his his pulse still. Oh, he's still. He's like, it, yeah, he survived. <laughs> I, I guess that's a. Well, he never did drugs or really party that hard. Did alcohol or anything like that? So. No, yeah. He's kind I of a pussy, not. really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a pussy Bitch. celebrity. <laughs> Come on, I want to see someone like Nikki Six, who like <laughs> literally went to went to hospital because he had overdosed on heroin and went <laughs> recovered, went back out and did it again, and still is alive. He's the first person in human history that actually died for an extended period of time and is alive again. Yeah, he actually resurrected. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just, I mean, take a ride on the wild side. <laughs> Majority leaner. Shout, shout, shout of the devil. <laughs> he might have. Might have. Majority leader should be Charlie fucking Sheen. Oh. Easily. He's winning. He's winning elections. He's winning at life. <laughs> He's winning at healthcare. No, he would not. <laughs> Just take two lines of this. You'll be fine. <laughs> I already did those. Give me something else. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but it, yeah, it's uh, it's a hypocrisy that we we find in our in our society where if it's man who's famous, scream to the rafters. Women's famous. What was the situation? Yeah. <sighs> well, and, and especially now, I mean, we can kind of talk about this more too. That that clearly Russia, you know, has an agenda right now when it comes to a lot of the things that they choose to do, uh, and kind of rolling with that. Um, you know, obviously, with their uh, conflict with Ukraine, uh, Zelensky did speak last night. Uh, there were a lot of things he brought up to Congress. Uh, he really, really highlighted quite a few things in terms of, of the past of America, things that we are told to never mm-hmm. forget, and really tried to strike a chord with his audience. Uh Kind of going to turn to you first, Dave, in terms of kind of like explain to people like how we, we should really internalize what he said. What are, what are some of your thoughts on that? Um, well, first, I, I like how he brought up Pearl Harbor and 9-11 right away. Um, when cataclysmic events um, bring rise everybody to action um, inside of your own country and outside of your own country, um, that when someone needs to have your back, they're going to have your back. Um, I also liked how he also made it clear that he appreciates everything the U.S. has already done. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like how he invoked Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech that resonates very easily with everybody. They create their own meaning out of it, and it isn't a flash example of horror. It's a flash. It's, it's an example of hope. Um, Republicans love to latch on to I Have a Dream to advance their own agenda, so... They're going to use that message, not to. They're going to use that message, I think, and they might twist it a little bit. Um, I'm not really sure about that part. Um, and again, Zelensky, I don't think he really understands how they use that. But um, I think it was good for the whole of Congress and for the yeah. American people to kind of hear that. I mean, you really, piece. I feel like, at, at like the our public got to really see how great of a speaker he really mm-hmm. is i mean granted you actually look at his history he's actor comedian comedian yeah yeah like you know sexy as fuck y- you know actually it was it was funny um uh, you know he's a he's a decent looking guy <laughs> he's, he's sure a, and for my next act no um but uh, he, like actually he uh, play the piano with his penis <laughs> did he yeah he, oh I mean, that's that, why they treat him seriously right because <laughs> it was with his whoa, penis. Whoa, whoa, whoa. it was that big yeah <laughs> 
No, have you not seen that ep- that that clip? Well, this of is a real he, thing. Yeah, he he did a skit where he's with four of the dudes at a piano and they were playing the piano with their penis. Their have actual see- cock, or I like a, it, was, it was so looking like it he was, was cock. he was a penist. That was the joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I pieced it. Okay. It had four penis up playing the piano. Wow. You if haven't the, seen this guy? No. no if man, Donald Trump could play the piano, he would have done that as well. Man of many hands. But not funny. Two small hands. Small. Well, then <laughs> he can only stay like in one, one chord. I might be able to like. I got half the scale. I can play the A note on a recorder with my penis. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Just because it tickles funny, right? You, you know, <laughs> there was somebody I saw recently that, that uh, basically was telling me, you know, if, if things don't go well for Zelensky, he should just do one final, like, go to the middle of Russia and do one more final comedic act and just shit on Putin for, like, an hour. Just think of every good joke against Putin. Because yeah. that would really be the only thing Putin would hate, is that he, he, he hates when people talk shit about him. He should do that he, once a day anyway. Just get on re- there and make really a should. joke. Man. Like the Putin joke of the day? <laughs> I, I mean, that would raise morale. I would I yeah. would think so. Well, it, it's also very difficult for him to get on air. So yes. him coming in front of Congress took a lot of effort mm-hmm. yes. to get on air. And Mark Rubio tried to fuck that up before this whole thing. Did you hear that? Uh, I didn't. God, do you guys read the news? I read the news all the time, not maybe the exact stories that you read, because there's a lot I mean, of I'm, fucking I'm, shit going on fucking right now. I'm, I'm so, also too busy watching a guy play a piano with his dick. So. Obviously, you weren't, because <laughs> you didn't know about it. Well, <laughs> Put your phone think, down. What do you think I'm watching Put right now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, when he was uh, first kind of coming to say that he wants to address Congress, mm-hmm. he actually addressed the Intelligence Committee, and they told him, don't send pictures of me on social media because okay. you oh, can figure a out a few weeks yeah. ago yeah. Yeah. yeah and this was the prelude to mm-hmm. him coming to congress and yeah. mark rubio he's just gotta pictured. be really careful yeah yeah he so, put pictures of him during the fucking being movie. reckless with policy yeah. ridiculous putting yeah. people's no, lives at stake he's you part of the intelligence committee and it was like oh well, so fucking tweeting this trust really, me only by name <laughs> <laughs> this really does highlight how important this speech was then yeah you know especially kind of leading up to it and, and again I, I hate to even put it this way but but it really the analogy i thought of is when he spoke it kind of reminded me of of sarah mclaughlin singing the sad puppies just staring into the camera you know and he really milked it and, and again, I know he needed to, but he really was was like you could hear you could hear the song playing in your head really as he was asking <laughs> for, for what you could, he wanted. You could see the Republicans looking like just dumbfounded puppies. <laughs> I was gonna say, and uh, you could see Nancy Pelosi going, "How am I gonna make a coat out of him?" <laughs> <laughs> but also with with the speech, um, he's in a weird position where. He has to almost grovel to a superior power. And it, it he wasn't making this to the United Nations. Mm-hmm. He wasn't making this to the ASEAN countries. He wasn't making it to NATO. He was making it to the United States. To which the is Congress a, of the United States. The Congress. Yes, I'm, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But yeah, it's a very weird thing to do. Because first of all, usually you'd go to the United Nations like, help help like crazy right. man crazy bald man's right. coming at me because um, congress doesn't have any authority to establish like a no-fly zone policy 
through the United States. No. That's executive. The only power that they actually have is to declare war in a situation like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Which um, presidents occurred around all the time. Bush. Um, <laughs> but war it, Powers Act of 1970, right there. Yeah, and that power has given the president a lot of leeway of declaring wars internationally. And that's what the president was kind of imagined mm-hmm. to begin with, mm-hmm. was the foreign diplomat to right. the other country. Well, yeah, you'd have to be a foreign diplomat to talk to another country. So, Yeah, that's kind of one of the yeah. criteria. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of uh, saying your own words in a sentence. But anyway. <laughs> we never do that, right? That's not, <laughs> no, that's not really something we do. It's just good that nobody else is listening to the episode after a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, This is just garbage time, really, right? It's like whenever they play New soccer. and garbage time. They play soccer and they add like that plus four. It doesn't yeah, matter. I mean, who it's cares? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that should be a new segment. Garbage time. Garbage All right. Time. It, it, it's, it's actually something we don't that's, know. It's just it's the just segment a little... of the whole show. Welcome to FDR's wheelchair. Now it's for garbage time. <laughs> It should be a preset thing that goes off like after like thirty minutes. We don't know when it's going to happen. Like Brandon could be like, "Yeah, it's part of the diplomacy." Oh, garbage time! You just yeah. you just hear the uh, a garbage truck go. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we don't. And there's your argument. Fuck. There's your argument. <laughs> Man, but I mean, really, like like we were kind of mentioning, like you mentioned, like how difficult it was for him to be putting himself out there and then we kind of mentioned the fact that that really it's it's a long shot it really is it's it's like it's a lottery ticket essentially and what he had to do was he had to put the most extreme cases forward in the most elegant way Mm -hmm. and he called for the the no fly zone it do you want to get into that yeah absolutely okay no fly zone no fly zone so he he's asking the u.s and NATO to put a no-fly zone over the Ukraine. And that means NATO will enforce will enforce no f- anything that's not NATO over over Ukraine. Over mm-hmm. Ukraine. Yeah. Which would put it in direct opposition to the mm-hmm. Russian military. Because Russia will fly their planes and then NATO will be obligated to shoot them down yeah. and thus World War 3. Yeah, it, it is World War 3. You are declaring war in Russia at that point. Yeah. And even in then, what, who do you put? Who do you put? Do you put American troops or, or airmen up there? Do you put Polish airmen? Do you put Polish planes up there? Do you put German planes up there? Do you put South African planes? I mean, you South Africa is not like? part of it, but they're going to start joining. They're going to start. It's yeah. it's World War Three. It mm-hmm. is. It, it's it's awful. It, it's kind of like going to a bar and there's only like really shitty light beer. That like yes. you, you like it, it's like the like the consolation beer you get at a college party. Like, would you like Natty Light? Would you like Miller Light? Would you like Schlitz? Schlitz? <laughs> would you like Bush Light? Oh shit! These all sound really fucking terrible. I'm gonna feel like shit, and nothing good's going to happen. It's exactly gonna be World War Three in my ass tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I mean, all those options sound like absolute shit. Yeah, it, it it and he Zelensky has to ask. He has to. Yes, mm-hmm. of course, of course. It's um, his job. That's yeah. It, it's, he's it's desperate. Like, he he needs yeah, to give anything, anything he can do. He's he's he has to ask ask it. And with Poland trying to give twenty nine migs to um, Ukraine, 
He's going, where the fuck are those 29 megs? I'd, I'd love those. And he was just going, yeah, but we can't actually get them to you without declaring World War fucking three. <laughs> like, but but then Zelensky's going, um, actually, so rewind a little bit. I was actually talking about this, and someone told me that it doesn't matter what Biden does. It doesn't matter what happens. World War Three has already started. Yeah. And from Ukrainian president aspect, how do you not think World War Three has happened already? Or how do you not look at it and say that's the only option at this point? It's it's done. It's it's already going. Either you jump in quickly, we can put a, an end to it now, or we're just going to drag it out and wait for the nuclear weapons yeah. to fall. Yeah, it, it's scary. I mean, that's that's Zelensky's options right now. And as a president, you can see why he did that. And as Biden, you can see why you're going, I can't. You know, right, yeah. It's, um, the it, world's in a tough place. There's no good answer. There's none. no end game. It, we're, we're literally stuck. I mean, this is a quagmire of the world. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. we can't, like, because if you do the no-fly zone, and any military action, you now risk nuclear war. You just mm-hmm. do, because Biden may do it. I mean, I, we don't know, you yeah. know, but he might do it, and it might isn't good enough of an answer. And if if you go on that front, mm-hmm. so we're just going to be scared of nuclear war from yeah. now on? Yep. And then you're like, yeah, 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 we are. No fucking <laughs> so shit. Fucking yeah. I mean, we're going to have yeah. to whip out the old videos. <laughs> yeah. Quite frankly, at yeah. schools, like you're yeah. going to have to start like normalizing that kind of shit yeah. again. Yeah, I read an article just a few days. Like, are we going to be held hostage to nuclear war? We like, already are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, we are. Duck that's, and that's, cover, that's, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that is the one thing that we can be held hostage to because it just will end humanity. <laughs> and uh, also, you want to hear how shitty Republicans are because we haven't talked enough about that. True in this, uh, podcast. Mm. They were pissed off that Zelensky didn't wear a suit. Mm. Interesting. I'd be pissed off if he wore a suit. The fucking military grade t-shirt is bad the fuck out. He has yeah. hit squads out literally trying to find his location. Right. N- Russian military hit squads to kill him. He's in a war zone and he's leading a, a population that their country's being invaded and the Republicans line of thinking was he didn't wear a suit. He didn't dress up for us. So I mean, and if you really, doubt me, look at the fuck up. If if, if somebody has a gun pointing to you, do you want to wear your dress shoes or Brooks? You know, custom fit t- uh, shoes. With I really hope they sponsor us for this. Brooks, the shoes you can wear when someone's trying to kill you. <laughs> fuck yeah! Uh, is that yeah. a cease and desist order already at the doorstep? <laughs> I mean, actually, I'd be thrilled at that point. <laughs> no shit. Right? I wish uh, I wish uh, Zelensky could come to the United States so he could teabag Ted Cruz and be like, "Come on, guys, let's start a war." <laughs> We probably would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> the Democrats were like, yep, we're in. We're in. That bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I probably, he, and then Ted Cruz would be like, from Mexico, I don't I, believe in the teabagging, but right. the war is good. I was going to say, <laughs> the problem is he ding-dong ditch him, but it'd probably be there for two fucking weeks because he wouldn't be at home. Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh, I mean yeah, you know. That's great. Difficult. But oh, that's it's, awesome. It's, it's hard not to think, though, that, that World War Three is fast upon us. Yeah. I mean. It's very close. It is very close, and it's, it, it you wake up every day, like, 
Oh, God. What did they do today? <laughs> what war crime did they do today? It's, it's just, you still can't truly believe it. And I know that, you know, our listeners here don't know for sure, but I am considerably younger than these two people. Let's just make this very clear right now. But um, without looking younger. Without looking younger. Oh, people. so great. Oh, and they high-fived right in front of me, and I heard all of their bones creak. It was fantastic. But I remember as a kid. Yeah, I, did, I did with creak, my right bitch. hand because my left shoulder's fucked up. <laughs> Oh, there's actually an ad for Tylenol on the fucking screen. Isn't that fantastic? No, I, I need ibuprofen. I'm taking that weak Tylenol shit. <laughs> right. But but even just like I remembered, uh, you know, as a kid, uh, Barry Popper game Call of Duty came out, and there was one that was about World War Three. And even as a kid, you're like, well, that could never really happen in real life, and we're seeing it unfold right, right in front of our eyes. And and like you said, there is no such thing as a good option right now. Right. No, it's, it's very tricky, and it's very. Um, it's very up in the air, and then you have the whole China situation. Yeah, do they want to get involved with it? Not I really, I know they just want. We just want to fucking make their yeah. shit, and, right? Yeah. You know, put up our suicide notes. We want to play nice <laughs> with them and just ignore the rest. We want to make the money, <laughs> right? That part is important. I, I yeah, want that. Yeah. I like that. I don't like this <laughs> nuclear war shit. And uh, while everybody's distracted, we're going to go into Taiwan. We'll save that, though. <laughs> That's a whole different discussion, but uh-huh. I disagree with you on that one. Mm. Hmm. Good. All right, so the next episode, we're getting some boxing gloves. Yeah. <laughs> we are trying something right. a little... It's a new fireside chat called <laughs> Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> Teabag me this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well... You know, I, I'm like I said, guys. It's really fucking great to be with you guys. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, you know what the future holds for us, and and I know that uh, you know hopefully our listeners uh, kind of enjoy the new format. I know how'd you guys fucking explain it last week? It's like a new tea, and then like a- and it's like well we explained it differently. So it's like Dave likes his tea bags, uh-huh. and he doesn't want to change his tea bags. Uh-huh. You but hearing yourself right now? Repeat yeah. this. Yeah, no, I, I and so do our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh man! I also said it was like a new pair of underwear. At first, it's constructive, then it becomes a part of you. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that part I do understand. I do get that. Well, this brings us to the end of our show, and we're going to try a new segment today. You guys ready for it? I'm ready. What is, it? what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Well, you know, I know Dave and I. Uh, we have a side job as teachers. This is our full time job, but. Uh, you know, I like the way you think. Yes, our side job as teachers is we, we try to figure out what we learned each day. I know. I've talked to your students. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not able to do it there, but we're going to try wait, to do wait, something you here. You have? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's, yeah. All right. All right, Mr. Sandusky, keep it easy over there. All right. But re- <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that was I. I that hurt me. Yeah. But ideally, what we're gonna try to be. Actually, let's fucking cut that. That's fucking terrible. Editor's note: We did not cut that. Please continue, Ben. So the new segment we're gonna do today is called "What Did We Learn?" So we're gonna go around the wheel here and basically say, "What is something you learned from this episode?" Today we're gonna start with Brandon. Brandon, what did we learn today? I uh, I learned to say fuck you, Ben. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that shit. It's very natural. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, Okay. I guess what we learned today is that 
if uh, you're seven feet tall and have a vagina, you can be arrested in any country and no one really cares. Hmm. That's some good piece of advice there. Mm-hmm. Not advice, really. No, it's no, it's, it's not advice. It's, it's just it's, uh, it's, it's what just, I learned. Just keep it in mind. <laughs> sure, Dave. What did we learn today? First of all, I'm trying to mentally process seven foot tall vagina. I never really thought of it in that context, and right now I'm just a little off put by the. But actually. <laughs> No, you're I turned like on. It. I am a little, yeah, absolutely. Make it eight foot. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Make it an even number. Yeah. Be nice. I, I, I've also learned that there's a positive correlation between um, an increase in podcast member body hair and quality. So, congratulations, Ben. What did you learn today? <laughs> oh, let me brush some of this out of the way. <clears throat> I mean, I, I just learned that I should learn how to play my, my guitar with my dick. <laughs> it would hurt. I mean... If 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 the fucking president of Ukraine can do it, then I feel as though he was also it, in a war zone. I, I, but no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not in a war zone. I feel the low E string would feel good, and the high E string would hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, because the lower string kind of vibrates a little lower, and like it's it's like that. Yeah, it's got the coil now that might tickle a little bit. Mm-hmm. My my thought is that if I can get my thigh strong enough, I can do the whammy bar with it. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the idea then is I'll stand right in front of the amp so that it just goes in my asshole. <laughs> okay, well, that's an interesting uh, knowledge. Oh, oh yeah. God. Is that another editor's note? We're not taking that shit out. Well, um, that was our, our new host, uh, Vepdero's Wheelchair. And um, uh, we're going to bring you into a um, little bit of new social media that we're doing so we have our twitter fdr's underscore wheelchair uh that's our handle fdr's wheelchair at uh facebook but we got a little, we got a little treat for you guys mm. yeah so we're gonna be putting on um ben what are we putting on well we are doing a survey that we would like people to fill out kind of giving us some ideas of what they like about our show some things they'd like to maybe see. And if you bring up a whammy bar, you're automatically disqualified. <laughs> okay. No guitar parts <laughs> at all. Is this a democracy? Yeah. Like, my, does my vote matter? <laughs> no, just decency. Can, can we just agree <laughs> That's that musical instruments are intended to be played for musical purposes only with fingers and mouths? <laughs> okay, no, I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have on our, our social media uh, a survey where we'd love you to participate. Just going to ask you some questions of what you think about the episode, what you like, what you dislike. And if you participate, you get shit. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, if, as long as you participate, you will get something sent to you in the mail, some, some merchandise for FDR's wheelchair. And if you refer us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you refer us to at least one person, you'll be put in for a raffle. What do, we, what do we get? What do we get? What do we get? What do we get? Well, the winner gets to choose what we fucking talk about for a full episode. Ooh. Ooh. Might be something decent. <laughs> <laughs> so for our listeners out there who may not always agree with FDR's wheelchair, this is your chance. Yeah. To infiltrate the show. Florida versus oh Texas. God. Why they're both the best two states. <laughs> <laughs> Stop giving them ideas. <laughs> I do like sunshine. <laughs> I do like beef. (laughs) 
Manatees are cool. Manatees are cool. <laughs> Bolo ties are nice. <laughs> really love those snakeskin boots. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so it's a little incentive for you two guys to uh, to kind of participate with us. And uh, hopefully spread the word. Yeah. So you guys got any more to say? I don't think no. I don't think we should say anything else. I, really, I, I think we're done. I, I really talk yep. Anymore. Stop now. <laughs> this has been a legacy of FDR in his wheelchair.